Good afternoon and welcome back to another episode of War Hero to Superhero, helping military veterans and first responders transform their lives from the bedroom to the boardroom. Now we are in our revamped living room. I wish my living room looked this nice, but it wouldn't be as comfortable. But anyway, we want you to at least feel at home as we go over and bring the message to your home across the world. And we want to thank you all for going over and joining. So if you joined us, it is the month of January and our topic for the month is meaning to action. When you understand what is going on and understand the meaning of things, then you're able to take quantitative action to go over and thrive. And when it comes to the living room, you need to go over and to understand what the meaning of things you do because parenting is a team sport. And that is our specific topic today on meetings to action is understanding that parenting is a team sport. Let's jump into it. Very few sports or games are single player. I know what you're saying. Lots of video games are single player and different things and people are streaming and whatnot. But truly, when you go over and connect, do people really want to be by themselves? Why do they even go over and monologue or commentate? They want people to listen. They want people to connect. And when you bring people together, even the introverts, they still want a community of people. Now, do they want a lot? Not as much. But every sport and game goes over is typically not single player. And if they are, it's for a specific reason. But most sports and most games are not. When you go over and watch sports or games, there's more than one. And the ones that get the most money, the ones that get the most hype, the ones that get the most talked about, networks are built together on this including our competitors, is going over our team sports and most watched sports. Some of the sports you might think of is football, basketball, baseball, and hockey are some examples of going over in those types of sports. You have teams. They're dedicated teams that go over and go over and play. And But the thing is, is that when they come out on the field, they know they're a team. What we tend to forget, and I want to remind you, and also myself each and every day, is that parenting is also a team sport. Was I a good player at the time? No, and we'll get into that in a few minutes. But when you go over and play parenting as a team sport, you go over and thrive. But what happens is if both parents are not on the same page, and even if you're both going over and parenting and you're not on the same page, or even playing the same game, the game is lost. And the unfortunate part is, is the kids are the losing team and they all get affected in different ways. If you ever see a team go over and lost, people go respond difference when they get back to the locker room. They some people respond in sadness. Some people respond in anger. Some people respond in total chaos or stress or screaming. And that's the same thing our kids and your kids will go over and do if you're not on the same page in the sense of parenting. I want to tell you my first quarter story in this particular regard. So I'll be using a lot of football references. So if you're used to me not using sports references, bear with me. I'm not a sports fan, but I have learned over the years to try to bring these analogies and tie them together. So first quarter for me was I got married to my beautiful wife and in less than a year, we had our first child. And then a year later, we had our second child. And by another 16 months, we had went to four children. So we were playing a full contact sport. There was no way to go over and to do man on man anymore and going over an offense and defense. You had to go over and to be a team sport. 
each person had to have a role, even if no matter how young they are. We still treat it that way at home in that particular guard, but I wasn't playing the game that well. When we went over and played, my version of play was order and discipline in trying to keep the house the home. And if it didn't run the way that I thought it was, I tried to be that tyrant coach that took over. If you think of those coaches you've seen on TV, I won't name who, but you can go watch them and they just go over and take over. And that was my personality style at the time. I literally was very dominant and very inspiring. My thoughts were usually coming from my head and my background was to bring back order and discipline most of the time. This was not a hand of love. It was a fist of fury in a sense and went over and controlled through my mouth. Am I proud of it? No. So we were playing two different games. We were playing two totally different games. For my wife, she was playing the emotional safety and fun. When she was raised as a kid, she went through abuse and it was spiritual, it was emotional, it was physical. So for her, she was trying to provide emotional safety and fun. Now, was I abusive? No. Was I, was I verbally horrible? Yes. And we'll get into that. Um, but my game was order and discipline. So when order and discipline didn't happen, my mouth chased whatever I felt to bring back order and discipline into the home. Was it right? Absolutely not. I would highly not recommend my parenting style from back in the day, from year one to year seven. It was atrocious to say the least. But there's also on the other sides of emotional safety and fun, because if you don't have order and discipline, then how do your children go over and thrive in the world? Even if they're non-toxic things, even if order and discipline was in a good control way and you had your hand open, but then closed it when it needed to be. The same thing with the emotional safety and fun is that your hands can always be open, but the thing is you never can catch anything if you never close your hands. So both sides were wrong and I was leading this train. The name they had for me in the house, my wife and kids for several years was the ranting dad, ranting for X and Y and Z. And I would rant and complain and then go over and fix and then not be emotionally available and not be fun in chores and discipline and everything else was that. By the time I'd go over and get done picking up after the day, ranging from kids from one to eight years old, that was the time of stupidity in those moments, they wouldn't have me. The only time they would have me is if we got out of the house and vacation or went out with people. So I was the fun dad when I was out and I was the ranting dad when I was home. I was such a hypocrite and it was totally wrong. And then the other side that my wife was the emotionally safe and fun person, but order and discipline and chaos. And it was just chaos in that particular moment. So the house was broken. The house was divided and the kids were losing. They weren't learning how to be emotionally safe and to have fun with their dad. And they didn't have an order of what was going on in the sense of their mom. Both of us didn't go actively go do this, but when we were passively going over and allowing our brokenness from our past and coming in, it was causing a divide. It was causing a divide on both sides and it almost rippled into the effect of a full-out divorce on June 1st of 2013, which was my wife's birthday. I was the ultimate schmuck. I'm gonna take the majority uh, brokenness of this. So that's where we're at. That was our first quarter story. And what we had to do is we 
had to go to halftime and back into the locker room. But before I go back into the locker room, we're going to take a small break for our sponsors. If you're listening to this podcast audibly, this will be a great musical interlude to go get yourself a drink and get yourself rebooted for halftime. And thank you for listening and or watching. Hero to Superhero, helping you transform your life from the bedroom to the boardroom, our military veterans and first responders. Thank you for our sponsors that uh, Legrity, which is uh, currently helping you to go over and take your digital content across the world as low as $147 and Jewel Drops, which is a show on Legrity going over and making you become a bold, outspoken, soulful speaker in transforming your lives. And that is hosted by Queen Kimmy. Let's go over and jump back in the locker room. So before we came back, me and my wife for seven years were at a divide in the sense of parenting. Again, I was the ranting dad. I was the order and discipline. I was emotionally unavailable. And I was pretty much trying to be awesome at work in the boardroom. But when it came to the living room and bedroom, I was aloof. And we kept our marriage together based on two people going in uh, back to back and controlling in that particular regard. So we had to go back to the locker room. We almost lost our marriage that day on June 1st of 2013. I was struggling with a potential job going away at that particular time. I just got out of the military service about a little over a year ago. I was actually, yeah, it's a little over a year ago about that time in that regard. And I was so frustrated that I threatened divorce. My wife hung up the phone and she went over and started texting everything else. And I wish I could say at that time that my faith, because I'm a Christian too, I was a total schmuck and not listening to any particular regard, just more about my heart and my mind, which were both tainted. So when I came back to the quote unquote locker room, my coach, my wife ripped me a new one. And for three hours, she told me all the junk I was bringing, the ranting dad, the unemotionally available and everything else. And we both had to go back to the locker room. She had to go over and to learn on uh, about more going over and keeping order and discipline. But I had to really learn to be emotionally available and work through my mess to work through my mental, emotional, social and spiritual junk. You can listen to other episodes more about that uh, to go back uh, last week in prior episodes. So if you want to understand more about that, you can go to those other episodes. The worst part in the locker room is the game was being lost and the kids were suffering and my marriage was suffering too at the time. But in this particular episode, we're talking about the kids because when you are divided as parents, mentally, emotionally, socially, spiritually, practically, 
financially, whatever angle you want to come by, your kids will go over and suffer. You can go over and be going borderline homeless and going over and totally struggling, but the family can go over and be thriving. You could be a six, seven, eight figure business owner, veteran entrepreneur and everything else. And your marriage could be gone in a blip and be hanging on just by the thread of a legal piece of paper. So the game was being lost at our house. Our kids were suffering. What did we do? I wanted you to give what we went over and did, hopefully that you can take some of these tactics to go in here. So the first one that we took on is my style was wrong. Her style was wrong. We had to create a new style that was ours. You were raised with a parent or two parents. I was raised with one to two parents and my wife was raised with one to two parents. We all come in and we see and we catch values on a regular basis for parenting. Some of the values that I caught is, is that you went over and spoke your thoughts. That doesn't work well if you don't have good thoughts. The other thing that I went over and learned is that you stick together as it, 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 totally together, but you basically chastised and you ridiculed and you mocked and sarcasm and everything else. And then go over and do things from a moral perspective on based on what it feels for you, but care about the people at the same time. It was a totally messed up background to say the least. And then for my wife, it was emotionally guarded and everything else. And then, so the kids got the emotional safety in her heart, but I did not. And that that's what killed me too. So we both had to go over and say, each of our styles were wrong. Now, now, is there certain elements that were right in each of there? If they're in control, then yes, they are. But you have to create a new style together. You go over and just like you, in a sports team, you would go over. And if you went to a new team, you can take some of your plays from one team to the next. But the thing is, is that if you're the head coach of that new team and you take that same playbook and you bring it to the new team, it typically doesn't work 100%. Some plays will work really, really well. And other ones won't because you have to know your teammates. You have to know your area. You have to know the weather. You have to know the grass cut. You have to know all these types of things when you're playing sports in that particular regard. So you need to create a new style together. The second thing we had to do is we had to evaluate. So once we went over and decided we need to have an R playbook in a sense, we had to go over and evaluate it from an objective value from both of us coming together. If it was good, keep it. If it was bad, toss it and then work through the ugly. So we had to go over and look at it that way. Objectively, both of us coming together. And then what is it reflecting to our kids? Our kids are our individual team players. And we have four kids. And 10 generations from now, they're going to impact 250,000 people just by births and families and coming together and everything else. If you have six kids and you have a big family, like some of the military families, that will impact 10 million in 10 generations. So you definitely are creating a playbook that could be a legacy playbook that could be carried into the next generations. Now, every play will go with it. No, no team goes over and carries every single play through all generations. When you watch any sports, there'll be some that go over and can live the test of time. And there's other ones that can't because you have to contextualize. And even the great values that you can go over and bring as a couple into parenting 
you have to, they'll have to contextualize it because it might work well with some of your kids. It might not work with all your kids. It might work better with your grandkids. It might be a different life, different stage when you pass those things on. So look at right now what is good and to go over and keep it. And you both consider that together. If what do you both consider bad? Even if one considers bad, you need to go over and both go over and go that is good is good. If even if one considers bad, it's probably not the right season to go over and bring. Like, I love going over and reading, and reading has transformed my life. But that was not a thing to bring in the season, a sense of parenting for my wife and sharing, reading parenting books at that time. So at that season, I had to toss that out as a couple. Did I over and continue to read? Yes. Did I go over and continue to share? Yes. But we both weren't active readers. Now we are both active readers. So that's what we can now bring in the playbook. Number three is now to dive into those playbooks, going over and creating those plays. How do you deal with your kids for bedtime? How do you go deal with your kids if they, if, in a sense of discipline? If it's drugs, it's sex, it's uh, cleanliness, order, uh, yelling, screaming, disrespect, all those types of things. How do you go over and bring your kids back to the fold so they are going over and living well? Training, training up your child the way he shall go so he shall not depart. That talks about bent and personality style. But there's also morals and values that you want to go over and still. But you have to dive into those playbooks and set up those playbooks. Some things are going to be written in pen. Some things are going to be written in pencil. Some things are going to go over and, and, and stay the test of time. Other things not. But you have to dive into those playbooks to know them. So when those moments come, because we respond emotionally, we all do. Personality style wise, I'm probably one of the highest ones rated on, on there. And I'm not trying to brag or boast. I'll show you in the next two episodes on why I'm so highly emotional naturally in that particular regard. But 95% of our decisions are naturally, are emotionally based. Our amygdala goes over and processes a hundred times faster than the prefrontal cortex. This is this part right here. The amygdala is pretty much in the center of the brain and it's a shape of an almond. It emotionally processes information and then you start intellectually thinking it. So when you have a teenage boy or a teenage girl, and this happens more boys than girls, if they say, I don't know, they literally don't know. Even though our mind keeps going back because we've seen all this experience, you've done this over and over and over again. I just walked out a little while ago. I told Faith, I said, we've already talked about this. We've been working on this 730 times. I have to remind myself that she really doesn't know. So I have to keep diving into those playbooks. And you don't just do it as one parent. You do it as both parents. Now, if you go over and you have your single home, then you're diving into those playbooks even more in that particular regard. If you're sharing parenting, let's say you have like a, a mother or a father that's helping you out, they you need to work out those playbooks together in what roles and responsibilities are. Like we had my father-in-law live here for about six months, about a year ago. And we had to do regular meetings and dive into those playbooks and then had to revisit those playbooks when he went out of line because he hasn't had kids in 25 years. So we had to dive into the playbooks himself and say, hey, you are the wisdom. You are the accountability. You then report back to us. Please don't go over and, and, and parent them. Your job is to be a grandparent. And we had to go over and do that. And at towards the end, he was doing really well at that. But it took time. So it's even going to take more time as husbands and wives come together or whoever's living in that house impacting those kids on a full-time basis. 
Now, if you do have grandparents that are active in life, you need to share some of your playbooks. And it's a conversation you need to have in a safe space to go over and to do that before you go over. I mean, those are the things that be shared. I know it's going to feel awkward, but it's so much worth it when you can go to either directly your parents or maybe you have spiritual grandparents and that type of thing or people that act like grandparents that it, it it's supposed to be the edification of your playbooks to for the, the generation to go forward so grandparents i want to give you a warning this conversation might be hard when they come to you they're not your kids they're not your kids so just like you would uh, treat other kids you know the way that the adults would go over and ask you need to do the same even though they're your grandkids it's they need your your kids have to step up and to go and do that and even if they're struggling even if they're hurting unless it's like serious like cps stuff which most times it's not everybody thinks there's tons of cps cases there's not when you look at the numbers compared to what it is the majority of kids don't go through that um let 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 your let your let your adult kids create those playbooks and honor those playbooks and go over and pass on wisdom when you have when you have permission to go put into those playbooks and let your adult kids make those choices in that regard. So sorry, I got a little tangent, but just wanted to cover the whole spectrum of the living room. So, all right. Number four, we are a team. So lift up, lift up each other in front of the team and correct each other behind closed doors. This doesn't happen in sports, at least as much as I go over and see. I can't think of an example. If you as the audience are watching sports, I would love to hear a positive example of this. I've, I've seen this more in the sense of business and everything else. So again, for the first seven years of my stupidity, I would point out my wife's misgivings and faults and failures in front of the kids and minimize her and marginalize her and make her look small and then the kids would be contradicting. So they would not listen to mom, but then listen to dad and then vice versa. And they would keep switching roles and everything else. Your job, each of you, husband and wife, go over and, and need to uplift to each other. If there's something that is displayed wrong, said wrong, parenting technique, the playbook was done, if they went totally wrong, your job is to respect them more than worry about the playbook. The ultimate playbook is you two as a team coming together to go over and to thrive. And then once in a safe place, you go back to your bedroom or maybe you use the office or the garage because sometimes you might need a different place because it's very hard as a married couple with the kids and everything else to compartmentalize. So maybe your office that's in the house or a garage or outside, or maybe it's once a week at a coffee shop or a library or whatever, or maybe it's when you go and walk and talk, or maybe you get in some prayer meditation time that you take that and do a sink and a reset. Because the majority of the time you feel it's a big deal, but then a couple of days go by and it's really not that big of a deal. And sometimes your heart and your mind might change and you might find out they were right, or maybe it still is wrong. But the thing is, it's delivery is most important. Context, audience, and delivery. You can go over and be totally right but if you have it, if you live in the wrong context, you could destroy your husband or wife. And then it destroys the structure of the family. It tears a little bit each and every time. So do as much as you can to go over and do that. And when you do wrong and you feel and you push and it happens, you go behind closed doors and you apologize to your spouse. 
and then you apologize to your kids for what you go over and did. So they learn those lessons that mom and dad do fail. Mom and dad need to go over and apologize. And mom and dad need to take responsibility just as much. They need to take responsibility as you're going over and developing those playbooks and teach them responsibility and love and grace and all the places that you're doing. So again, uplift in front, correct behind closed doors. Number five, build the playbook and study it. So you've dived into the playbooks. So all different types of playbooks. Those playbooks could be parenting books. It could be going over in podcast series that you live in. It could be the war hero to superhero content that we're going over and developing. We're eventually going to develop a, a parenting book, Leave No Family Behind. That it's It got delayed a couple of years because of COVID, but it's on the reboot and coming back. Whatever source you want to go over and grab, take them and find what best works for you and start developing that playbook. It might be these podcasts, it might be this particular book, it might be our branded stuff, it might be Dr. Gary Chapman, it might be a ton of different resources. And, and if you need resources, please go over and jump on social media because we want you to go over and thrive. Every book and every resource that we create, we bring the best of the best and the majority is not us. The majority is other people. We just want to connect you with those resources, just like when we were in the when I was in the military and I still am to go over and say, this is the best resources that I go and find. And if you want to add, go over and add, but build those playbooks and start studying them. So you know them, not just emotionally, but intellectually and even spiritually. If you come from a biblical base household and whatnot or a spiritual based household, knowing those things inside and out. So you're living those things out and you are responding out of those playbooks and not going over reacting. And number six, the last one is to get to know your player as well. You could have one player, you could have four players, you could have 10 players, you could have 20 players in, in, in your household. And they could be ranging from infants to toddlers to tweens, teens, and sometimes even young adults that you might mentor because they're still living in your home. Get to know your players well and know them in the moment of where they're at. I think one of the biggest misgivings and failures that we do as parents is that we parent from the past. I'm going to say it again. One of the misgivings that we do as parents is that we parent from the past. And we can do the same thing for our spouses. This is where they were at before. So I'm going to, I'm going to connect with them this way. So you might have your eight-year-old little child and you're like, you're trying to parent them as an eight-year-old child and they're 14. They're 14 years old. They're 13 years old. They're 11. Like my, my kids are 11, 12, and 14, soon to be 13, 12, and 14. They're almost teens. I need to parent them as, as teens and progressing to mold them to become adults. So I get an opportunity to still go over and parent, but I'm not teaching them. I'm training them now to go over and become great model citizens and to go over and for our house to love God and to love others in that particular regard. So for us, it's like, I got to contextualize and I have to go over and give them freedom. There's certain things when it's young, it's moral, it's wrong, it's I said so, but now you need to explain the why and the certain things and give those things. Like we do regular family briefings just to go over and give that and to give time for questions, everything. They get, they get to do more in the sense of their view and their voice comes in, but not always their vote. Obviously, if it's a full grown adult in your home, they get vote on a lot of things, except for things that you take ownership of. Like they don't get to go over and uh, take the garage and have a huge party. And if they don't own the garage, but if they're paying rent for the room, it's their room. 
it's their space. As long as they ain't a health and safety issue, that's at least in our home, you know, if we have adult children in our home. So get to know your player as well. This will be the most work you will do individually and together. So out of all six things that we went over and did, the one that takes the most energy, the most time, the most dedication is that. If you've ever listened to any of our episodes, you go get a bat, you go get a doctorate degree in your spouse, you get a bachelor's degree in your kids, you get an associate's degree with your coworkers. So if you have four kids like I do, you're getting four bachelor's degrees, learning about them and getting to know your players well. The reason why certain football teams keep winning each and every year is because they know their plays, they know their grounds, they know their land, they know their sport, they know how the football is. But the most thing is they do is they know the players very, very well. They know where they pivot and where they move their feet and they'll watch the videos over and over again and they get to know them psychologically and mentally and whatnot. Uh, switching the baseball real quick, the Arizona Diamondbacks got into the World Series five years in from inception. And the reason why is they knew all their players. And we're going to be talking about that model that went over and got the Arizona Diamondbacks to the World Series with your kids. We're going to be talking about that. So if you go over and love sports and all the types of things, we'll be talking about the same thing they use in sports to get to know their players so they can go over and thrive well. And like good coaches, we will equip you with those resources to start the journey. So the next two days, please come back and go over and listen to those episodes and everything else. Yes, they will be playing Friday and Saturday, but you can always watch it on the replay. So what we would love to go over and give you those resources. We'll be dividing those resources. We'll cover two types of players on Friday and two types of players on Saturday. So, so please go over and catch us on the next two episodes to learn those tactics for your individual players. Your superhero challenge for today is to go to your office, go down to your locker room. Maybe, you, maybe it's your garage. Maybe it's an office. Maybe your bedroom has that space. Wherever your safe place is when you're going over and meeting together as a couple to go over and do that, start working through those tactics. Maybe you got all five set up and you're just trying to learn about your players and you're going to catch those next couple episodes. Maybe you don't have any playbooks at all. I know I didn't. I felt my playbooks for seven years and it almost destroyed my four kids and my wife. Thank the Lord she went over and basically checked me to go over and to get in gear. And it took another six years, but we are thriving now in the sense of that. We have our moments, we're not perfect, but we're here to go over and take what we have gone through, the trials and the struggles, and for you to go over and to get the wisdom and the testimonies of what's gone on. And we hope that you can go over and get into your office and start building your playbooks together. And if you're struggling at the point that you don't know how to go build those playbooks or these tips are too hard, please connect with us. We give a 30 minute thriving session to every military veteran first responder for free. Your first session is absolutely free. We want to go over into survey. We want to go over and love on you. And we are wanting to build this to be a nationwide business to go give those resources to you. So we want you to go start building your playbooks. So if we can go over and help you and assist you, and we will have more and more resources as we grow in 2022 and beyond. So I want to thank you for going over and joining. Hope to see you tomorrow and Saturday in these episodes to go hear about these. Again, the great part about our 
episodes now is that they are casted out, but you can go to your favorite podcasting app and go over and listen to them. So you don't have to wait anymore for the live episode. But if you like to watch it live, you can go over and do that. And remember one last thing. We are here for you. It's always a conversation, not just a dialogue. It's, I mean, not just a monologue. It is a dialogue. So please go put your comments in there if you're watching live. And if you're watching on Podopolo, it is a dynamic interactive podcasting app and go over into connect. And we hope to go over and serve you again the next day. Thank you.